If you're a California conservative, a libertarian, a moderate Democrat, believe in common sense, or just a sane person, this is the political podcast for you. It's the California Underground Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of California Underground. I have with me here tonight, very excited, very pertinent episode, Oswaldo. Um, I hope I said that right. I am practicing my Spanish for for my wife, who speaks Spanish fluently. Close enough, um, close enough. Close enough. Or you call him Ozzy, as he said, to make it easier. Yep. Uh, he's from Triggerology. He is a certified firearm instructor. Uh, we're going to be talking about everything Second Amendment tonight. There is, is no... Uh, dispute about what we're going to be talking about. It's all mm-hmm. Second Amendment here in California on the national stage. A lot going on. Like I said in the pre-show, Biden literally just got done with a, a big statement, national address, outlining what he wants to do. So there's a lot to dive into tonight. And the most important mm-hmm. thing that I said is if you have any questions, make sure you direct them at Ozzy. He can definitely help you out clarify anything and we'll be getting to all that as well i have my co-host cynthia with me uh we're all back in the saddle again after a couple of weeks of covid and all that stuff but we're back in the saddle again uh so cynthia how are you doing i'm doing great awesome so ozzy let's jump right in uh how about you introduce yourself tell us what you do tell us what triggerology is and uh we'll go from there yeah, first of all, thank you so much to uh, both of you for having me uh, on. I am a uh, firearms instructor. I like to call myself a Second Amendment instructor, matter of fact, because uh, uh, I I like to involve people in everything that it, it is the Second Amendment, not just to, uh, you know, just the pure firearms, but everything that the Second Amendment is about, which is not just about firearms, it's about freedom. So um, I operate in uh, the larger uh, Inland Empire area, Los Angeles County, San Bernardino County, Riverside County. Uh, uh, mainly, I do a lot of uh, uh, trainings to first-time uh, gun owners and to people who are looking at uh, getting into firearm uh, ownership. So, wow, over the last, easily the last two years, the vast majority of the training I've, I've been doing is just people who are brand spanking new to the Second Amendment community, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's fantastic. And, and and I am super glad to take part in to welcoming people into the Second Amendment community. So would you say that, uh, and I, I say this anecdotally, that uh, mm-hmm. more people have gotten into firearms, owning a firearm since the start of COVID, I think maybe the pandemic kind of pushed people into figuring out if they need to defend themselves in case society goes south or something. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I will kick it back uh, actually quite a few years back to 2015. Mm, okay. Mm. 2015, that election cycle, uh, Hillary Clinton was that, that she was going a lot of people were uh, in, in fears of, uh, you know, very strong, uh, gun control incoming, Every, everyone, you know, mm-hmm. expected her to win. So there was a huge drive to uh, become uh, gun owners, purchase uh, AR-15s and, and, and uh, the like type of rifles. So it was back then. And then all throughout since then, absolutely, uh, gun shops have been busy. 
Did you see the same thing happen when Biden got elected? That a lot of people kind of picked it up, or there was more people introduced to it. Um, it was kind of uh, steady, mm-hmm. but uh, at that time, what happened was the ammo rush. Uh, yeah. Um, which was a, re- a really interesting uh, dynamic because uh, obviously gun control a lot of people whoever was already in the mindset of having of acquiring a firearm they already acquired it so Mm -hmm. now came the stockpile Mm. Uh, here in california happened big time because of the um latest uh gun controls that happened uh back then i want to say they kicked in there were already uh, talks about it in 2018, uh, 2019, establishing background checks for uh, ammunition uh, every single time that you purchase uh, any amount of rounds, you had to go again and go more background checks. So mm-hmm. people were like, screw it. I'm just going to go with every paycheck, purchase as much ammunition as I can. Yeah. Until there's definitely that, uh, that rush. And I, I remember, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It was like you'd get an alert. And if you weren't at the ammo shop, <laughs> the minute it opened, yep. you were not getting nine millimeter that day. It was, that's how Absolutely. crazy it was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, shops, uh, firearms dealers, where uh, people were, I will tell you, um, in tune in the calendar, they knew which firearms dealer got their typical shipments of ammunition, which day of the week, and then lines were all tight. Yeah. before they open that's yeah and that's it was even was bad for 12 gauge shotgun shells i yep. remember oh, I, would, yeah. I would try right and find 12 gauge it was like they were like no we got plenty of 20 gauge and you're like uh-huh that's that's <laughs> useless to me but thank you yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah, if you wanted absolutely. bird shot or anything like that you're, yeah. you weren't finding any defensive ammo for shotgun uh, around Correct. that time your typical uh, but, staples were in very very high demand mm-hmm. yeah it was it was definitely weird in 2020 and early 2021 oh yeah uh but I wanted to hop in. We'll get to the national stuff and everything mm-hmm. that's been going on. And we'll mm-hmm. talk about kind of Biden's proposals and the left's proposals mm-hmm. um, for, uh, you know, the new round of gun control that always happens in the wake of a lot of these shootings. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk first about because the name of this episode is exercising your Second Amendment rights in California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I think, just kind of write off the fact that they can actually practice or exercise their Second Amendment rights here in California. Mm-hmm. And I've seen your posts, you know, you, even though you're not happy, I'm not particularly happy about mm-hmm. the process of like getting your carrying conceal. Um, you still can exercise your, your Second Amendment rights in California, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. You can. Absolutely. So the very first uh, California, it's all about con- gun control. Okay. It's all about gatekeeping. So there are uh, many laws that have been put into place with the pretense of, you know, keeping kids happy, uh, kids, uh, you know, safe and families safe and what have you. So it, it, a lot of the laws, the gun control laws here are just based on, on police state, on nanny state. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just, it is what it is. So the very first step that a Californian must, uh, do in order to become a firearms owner is attain an FSC, a California Firearms Safety Certificate. 
-hmm. The way that you acquire that is through your typical uh, firearms dealer. They all have what is called a uh, a California Department of Justice certified firearms instructor. I am one. Mm -hmm. And this is a person that the state has vetted uh, to be able to provide the people with the firearm safety certificate test, which is a current in its current st uh, state is a 30 question um, long test that if you I believe it is 70 percent, if you mm -hmm. um, get 70 percent correct uh, answers, then there you go. You um, can receive the FSC and you can go and purchase um, your, the firearms that are available for purchase here in the state of California. So that's the very first step. Yeah, and you mentioned that <clears throat> I think at the tail end, that's important to, to clarify. Mm -hmm. I know you got the, it. The firearms that are you are They're allowed available. to purchase or available um, in California. Because mm -hmm. if you look at the roster, and every gun owner knows, mm -hmm. there is a roster, and there's a handgun roster. There's some handguns I would love to to purchase from a certain <laughs> supplier or certain manufacturer. I can't, you know, mm -hmm. it's not on the roster. Mm -hmm. And um, one yeah. thing they always try to do is, uh, I don't know if this passed, but they were talking about they wanted, if you were going to add a new handgun to the roster, they were going to take two off. So eventually yeah. you keep adding mm -hmm. one, subtracting two. Mm -hmm. Talk mm -hmm. about the roster a little bit and what that means. Sure. So uh, this was 10 plus years ago, the uh, it's called the Save Handgun um, Act in California, and it was a gun control that was established. Uh, it, in in a nutshell, it is designed to, you know, slowly but surely, death by a thousand cuts. Mm. Just mm. slowly but surely continue to drop handgun after handgun after handgun. And uh, what that uh, act did was it imposed some very stringent safety requirements for uh, handgun manufacturers to be able to sell their uh, handguns here in California. It all goes mm. uh, along the ways of oh, handguns are easily concealable. Um, they're easily, you know, uh, manipulated by say miners and stuff like that so they put uh provisions in there where all oh, the firearm has to be safety tested drop tested so when the firearm is dropped it doesn't go off uh, there there were some uh, there are some stipulations in there where the firearm has to somehow by some magic voodoo technology that does not yet exist imprint a serial number into the casing mm -hmm. every single time that the firearm is uh, uh, discharged. That technology does not exist and uh, mm -hmm. uh, likely will never exist. Why? Several uh, several reasons. Uh, it is easily uh, defeated. If you want to put it, it somehow, some way, laser engrave a serial number into the firing pin of the uh, handgun, which is the part that strikes the primer, which is that back portion on the um, on the round, mm -hmm. you can easily file that off. 
So there you go. There goes one of your uh, fantastic uh, gun controls, uh, safety measures that you placed in there. Um, and that's what it, it's called micro stamping, correct? Micro stamping, correct. That's yeah, one I mean. of the stipulations, which matter of fact, they uh, uh, there's another bill that's been introduced to somehow, some way they uh, they want to um, encourage the micro stamping somehow, some way to happen. And that is AB 2847. That is another micro stamping bill that just um, that's being pushed uh, in mm -hmm. the legislature. Well, uh, so it's, it's something that they continue to do. They just pile on, you know, uh, they somehow they believe that uh, laws are just going to uh, magically stop crime. Um, so what it, the, going back to the Hang on Ruster Act. So what's been happening over since since the Hang on Ruster uh, Act was passed is that many, many manufacturers, they say, screw it. I'm just we're not going to continue paying California, which I believe it is every single year, they have to recertify the handguns that are on the roster um, so they can sell them here. So the vast majority of the handguns that we have been purchasing here in California, they are 10 plus year old. The models are all mm. old. It's all old generations, which is why the, you know, the Honda Civic of <laughs> firearms, which is the Glock, we, uh, the Glock uh, Gen 3s, that's, mm -hmm. that was the, the last. We are past Gen 5, I believe. We are at Gen mm -hmm. 5, and there are more coming that the rest of the free states can purchase. And wow. just like that, all the other uh, uh, manufacturers, uh, the rest of the what we call the free states in the firearms community, everyone who lives in those states, they can benefit from the increased, you know, uh, technical technicality in the manufacturing of the firearms and the in increased you know technology used in the in the um development of the firearms but we can't all yeah. the guise of being safe here in california oh but by the way law enforcement can purchase any any uh, uh yeah firearm they want yeah law and enforcement they can sell it too yeah, if you go into any gun shop, uh, you will see there's a section mm -hmm. for law enforcement, law or they'll enforcement have like, tags on them that law enforcement only can get. And uh, yeah, uh, my brother-in-law's uh, girlfriend, she's a, a sheriff's deputy, so she can mm -hmm. she benefits from that. She can take full yeah. advantage of that. Mm -hmm. um, but isn't it ironic that they put all these laws in place to kind of, I mean, it, it's we know the reason is not to help handgun safety or to make a better experience for handguns in california mm -hmm. it's obviously to try and chip away at your rights mm -hmm. meanwhile the rest of the country is um getting guns that are like you said better technology mm -hmm. probably safer like you mentioned yep. one, one thing is uh oh if we don't want them to be dropped and go off unexpectedly well i don't think any gun manufacturer wants their gun to be dropped and go Absolutely. off accidentally so i think the technology would get better and safer and more reliable and being 10 years behind what is current technology mm -hmm. actually makes guns less safe in california mm -hmm. and by the way they will get sued if they provide a defective um product if they manufacture a defective firearm they will get sued and they do get sued 
yeah. which is a uh, a lie that uh, uh, Mr. Biden uh, says a lot that uh, the firearm industry is the only industry that does not get to that. That is an absolute and abhorrent lie. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of, uh, you know, a lot of these things, they don't, you can tell a lot of these gun laws are not written by people who have likely ever picked up a firearm mm. in their life. Um, another example, moving on from the, the handgun roster, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite bugaboos is the flipper on most rifles, the plastic flipper that they make you put the fin on your egg. Yeah, the fin, the flipper. I call it a flipper, but it's a fin. Yeah, that's and, yeah. That's, talk that's about accurate. that. Well, that came about uh, as a uh, workaround from the assault weapons ban that was established uh, here in California some years back, uh, mm-hmm. where the AR, uh, not just the AR, but any semi-automatic centerfire rifle that mm-hmm. could accept a detachable magazine and be outfitted with a number of largely cosmetic, but but mostly also uh, functional features such as a telescopic uh, buttstock, a foregrip, mm-hmm. uh, a, um, a f- what's called a flash hider, but uh, uh, it, that goes in the very tip of the muzzle, which uh, deflects the um, flash uh, upon discharge. They named uh, all those. Oh, and by the way, a pistol grip. Mm. They named mm. all those features in the in the typical uh, semi-automatic centerfire rifle. They named all those as evil. They said that uh, rifles with those features are incredibly deadly and accurate and thus they wanted to name the uh rifles with those features as evil and as as assault weapons and then there comes the incredible uh you know firearms community they want to make sure that still californians can enjoy the second amendment rights and uh, purchase um certified semi-automatic rifles and they went ahead and came up with any number of devices to get around having to uh, register your rifle as an assault weapon. So the reason why those fins are, uh, that's that's the preferred method of getting away uh, with not having to register your firearm with the state of California as an assault weapon. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a, we, they, we call it a, uh, featureless rifle yeah so that is yeah and the the funny thing is is when you if you're custom building an ar mm-hmm. you can still get the pistol grip which can go onto your rifle and all it takes is a couple screws pulled out and you mm-hmm. can flip them in and out so mm-hmm. if anybody mm-hmm. really wanted to and they really want to use the pistol grip mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not care about it, they could it's not that hard to do and absolutely i find and I find that trying to shoot with that fin is actually more. I feel it's it's not as safe because I don't have a handle on the firearm. Correct. You have this Correct. weird like not. kind of. And if you can't see, if you're listening on audio, it's kind of like you have to palm the grip. Yeah, you and, have to. 
do this and weird then you're leaving your thumb over here yeah 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 so it makes it real awkward when mm-hmm. you're, you're handling such a, yeah. a such a firearm as opposed to getting a strong grip on mm-hmm. it and holding it so so I'm so glad you brought that up because it, it's a it's a concept and a principle that I want to begin to drive home with your audience anyone who's listening the sound of our voice these laws what they do is they put they place your right at a lower level from as compared to bad deeds from bad people it, mm. it, it they which is completely in reverse of what so many other policies do right politicians love to say oh if we can save at least one life mm. it will have been worth it mm. but but and also by the way almost on the same breath they say we don't want to take away your second amendment right we just want everyone to be as trained as possible and be able to shoot straight and shoot accurately well why in the heck are you making us mm. not have accurate weapons yeah you're giving the more weight to the bad deeds that uh you know crooked individuals uh do with these with these and not the millions of americans who every day exercise the second amendment right nobody get, uh, gets shot that's not that's not deserving mm-hmm. to get shot but they uh places you know under the criminal element and that's not right and that's what i want people to get fired up about and that's what we need to change so i know california has like mm-hmm. one of the more stricter gun laws like what are some other states that like that are also pretty strict because I'm, I'm curious about like the landscape of yeah, like yeah. the country yeah so it's it's your coast your coast your uh uber uh liberal uh states new york new jersey uh california uh oregon washington is getting pretty bad uh and then outside of the states uh proper then you have the big cities the uh, big uh, metropolitan cities that uh, are also um, skirting around the Constitution and and wanting to create their own um, municipal codes and stuff like that, all in uh, blatant disregard of the Constitution. And I'm assuming Texas has like the the best Second Amendment laws. Like, is there other states that? Actually, no. Uh, believe it or not, one of the most notorious states for uh, rights, uh, Second Amendment rights, are uh, Vermont, your Appalachian uh, mm. states, Vermont, uh, West Virginia. Um, and the number of uh, states who have passed uh, constitutional carry laws in the, mm. in the state where they, you know, preempting the federal government and they're like nope are we are going to recognize the second amendment of the constitution as the law of the land and federal government out oh, montana i mean um arizona passed constitutional carry uh, mm-hmm. a number of other, uh, we know we're looking at florida very closely mm-hmm. uh the governor has uh stated that he is willing to sign a law, uh, a constitution, constitutional carry law as soon as he hits the, his desk. Sadly, it's hit some snags. Um, oh, Georgia was the last one 
to become a constitutional carry state. Um, wow. But like I said, it's 25. We're, we're up to 25. So once we hit that 26th, we can claim, hey, there's a majority of uh, states. Oh, Hawaii is horrible. For um, uh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. For I've heard a lot of bad things about Hawaii. Yep. So yeah. in terms of uh, uh, I want to get to another California subject and then we'll get mm. to the national yeah. uh, platform of what's going on. Um, we're we're, t- we're kind of complaining about everything that's wrong with the gun rights here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's look at the flip side in terms of what can you do in California? What are rights that you can exercise? Like we already mm-hmm. brought up in counties like San Diego, you can mm-hmm. still get your carry and conceal. There are plenty of there's more than 50 counties in California. So there's it's there's a wide diversity on how people approach it county mm-hmm. by county. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is. It certainly is. Uh, the sheriff uh, in each county is what we call the constitutional officer in that county. And the law in, um, in California, the, which, by the way, I, I need to make sure I bring this in. I bring this in into the um, conversation. California does not have a version of the Second Amendment in the state constitution. Mm-hmm. Many other states do. Many other states in the constitution of the state, they have a version of the Bill of Rights, including the Second Amendment. California decided to skip right over the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that we all as Californians can do can do is reach out to our legislators, our assembly members, and our senators and demand that they pass a bill recognizing the Second Amendment into the Constitution of the state of California. Because right now, the only way that firearms are mentioned in our laws in this state are in the penal code. Mm. And literally, by its name, in the penal code, it is punitive. It is negative. It is... if you don't, if you don't handle your firearms like this, you're we're gonna do this to you, that type of thing. So, um, what you can do as exercising your uh, not not only your Second Amendment rights but your First Amendment rights to of redress of grievances uh, with your legislators is telling them, hey, these laws right here, these laws are getting in my way. Yeah. Um, the CCW one. For a, a great example, I don't know if you uh, saw uh, the chronicling I did in my uh, Instagram. Yeah. Apply. Do apply. It, it is a daunting task depending on what uh, county you're in. Like your larger and liberal counties, they are certainly placing more hurdles than, than you know, and, and hoops to jump through rather than helping you uh, um get closer to your to the exercise of your rights but you can certainly apply to your ccw you've already become a a, a gun owner by the way you do not have to already be a gun owner to apply for your ccw just to make everyone aware about that Mm -hmm. you can get that application in and then because it's going to be a few months and then once you uh, have gone through the process and and the good cause, I don't know if you want to talk about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, then you go ahead and you place uh, the 
different firearms that you want to have in your uh, carry permit. Yeah, there's plenty um, of time. Did I ask you a question? I know I talked a lot. Yeah, I think but, you did. I think that's there. There is still ways to exercise mm-hmm. your Second Amendment rights here. It's not mm-hmm. um, as I mean, I think people like to look at the negatives, but I think mm-hmm. one thing you can do, in my personal opinion, if you mm-hmm. want to protect the Second Amendment and you want to protect your right to a firearm, mm-hmm. is just actually just exercise it. Like, mm-hmm. even though it's it may be limited here in California. Mm-hmm still go out and exercise it exercise mm-hmm. the hell out of it you know mm-hmm. absolutely buy, buy the guns you want to buy you know train with them uh learn how to store them how to take care of them go, go to, to ranges go to ranges uh i i've and- met so many people who are like i hated guns and then you mm-hmm. take them to a range mm-hmm. and then they come out and they go I love that. That was so amazing. That yeah, was yeah, so yeah. much fun. So I, <laughs> I'm so you know, exercise it. I'm so glad you bring that up because the the other thing, as you were listing the these uh, uh, things, was and talk about it proudly too. Yeah. Don't be like, oh yeah, I'm uh, I own a I own a AR-15. No, no. You yeah. talk about it proudly. You're not doing anything wrong if you're not someone who is utilizing that tool because they are defensive tools. Okay, they're not mm-hmm. just for hunting. The Second Amendment is not just for hunting, and it's not for shooting clays. Yeah. Okay, it is to keep your freedom. Talk about it proudly, because you're an American. Just because you are here in California, and for some reason, the government here in the state of California somehow, some way, believes that they are no longer part of the union, mm-hmm. and they treat people in California as if they are subjects, not citizens. No. Begin exercising your Second Amendment rights proudly. Um, if you want to wear T-shirts every now and then, wear them uh, proudly. Second Amendment, it doesn't have to be, you know, anything gross or grotesque, right? It can just be, say 2 A. Yeah. You know, I, uh, uh, I am the militia, uh, which is a small shout out to Mr. Colleen Noir. He sells the, that type of sh- uh, T-shirt. Or mm-hmm. whatever, you just have conversations with neighbors, family, uh, friends, coworkers, and it doesn't mean that you are that uh, you're gonna become uh, that gun nut, because that's yeah. we. I mean, we get told we, we get called a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, and I think there is that stigma, like and in California, mm-hmm. there's definitely a stigma, especially if you live in any of the coastal cities. Maybe mm-hmm. not San Diego as much. I feel like there's. San Diego is still pretty favorable to the Second Amendment. Because uh, of like you have the military. Yeah, the military is a big part of mm-hmm. that. Uh, but if mm-hmm. you go places like L.A. or San Francisco, it's like, oh my god, you have a gun! Like that's that's scary. <laughs> but there, you know, California is a big, big state. So mm-hmm. go out and enjoy it, and like mm-hmm. go out and actually exercise it. And the more people who are not afraid to exercise it and talk about it. And show people like, hey, there's a lot of us out here and mm-hmm. we're a big block of voters out here mm-hmm. could just change pol- politicians minds to like back off of it a little bit. Um, and, it, and it comes down to local politics as well. That, Like I always yeah. say, I'm a broken record. Um, your sheriff has a big part of it. Always make mm-hmm. sure you know who, who you're, who's going to be running the sheriff's mm-hmm. department. Um, you know, make sure your, your county supervisors like that, they have a big influence on the county and what you can do in the county. Um, so 
I, Your city you know, council, they vote on funding and defunding the police. Correct. Yeah. So I, I want to encourage everyone. I, I've been telling my students this for a while. I want to encourage everyone to go and seek out whoever is seeking office and whoever is actively sitting in that office and ask them, what are your plans to getting me closer to my rights? What are your plans yeah. to getting me closer to my freedom? I haven't se- I haven't heard you talk about freedom for a while or, or ever. Yeah. Um, can you please uh, uh, tell me some of the things that that you will uh, that you would uh, engage in to get me closer to my rights? Because uh, and and I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna bring it back to the roster, okay? Um, I've had many students. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've had many students that. Uh, uh, as they are, they'll send me screenshots through Instagram or or in a, or a text message. Oh man, look at this gun! It's so bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, 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 it's awesome. But you're not a cop, so you can't buy it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, or <laughs> I'm sorry, you were going to say something. No, I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Yeah, and then uh, our. Then come the other students, like uh, one of my last uh, students that uh, it was, uh, she's a uh, 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 very nice lady uh, uh, on her 60s, grandmother. She wants mm-hmm. to because she owns a firearm, right? Bought her own fire, first firearm, but it is a type of pistol. It's little and cute and, and whatever, and she thought that it'd be perfect, but she can't even rag it. She struggles, right? And I told her, oh, guess what? This is the, it was a Smith & Wesson M&P shield, okay? It's a really mm-hmm. tiny one. Uh, yeah. A lot of the, yeah, you, you've probably seen it and probably shot Well, it. my wife has one, so. Okay. So uh, it's still a very old uh, uh, model, okay? Uh, Smith & Wesson came up with an updated version that is easier to rack. It's called the Smith & Wesson M&P uh, shield easy for easy mm-hmm. wrecking and i told and i told her oh yeah you know what they made this uh, uh updated version of this one it's called the easy and it's it was for people like you who have trouble racking the slide she's like oh wow can i get it i said no i'm sorry the gun control in california <laughs> says that it is not safe for you and you can't get it even though it is better for her. Even though it is be- it'd be better for you and you would be safer and you'd be able to protect yourself even better than with this one that you have. And so she got fired up. And that's yeah. what I like to do. Uh, and, 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 you know, and talk about the actual real life consequences that gun control has on the good people. Yeah. The vast majority, if not all gun control laws, do nothing to help you. They do not. They hurt you. Yeah, and I think people don't realize uh, when they, you know, people who are anti-gun or they don't own guns, they vote Mm -hmm. for these measures and they say, oh, this is fine. I'm I'm all for this and this and the other thing. One of my favorite stories, I'm sure I've said it on one live or or something. Uh, It was right before the pandemic and a man walks in. We were actually at the range. We had just gotten done uh, practicing. We were about to check out and we were looking at some other guns and man walks in and this was days before the big shutdown, the, the 15, 15 days to flatten the curve. Okay. Guy walks in and he looks at the counter guy, 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 guy he says, hey, how can I help you? 
He goes, I'd, li- I'd like a handgun. Mm. The guy behind the counter goes, okay, well, you know what kind, you know what like caliber, you know what manufacturer. Mm-hmm. I just want a handgun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, do you, you want to give me a little like idea of what you're looking for? What are you going to use it for? Is it, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I just need a handgun and I need it now. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, okay, well, I'm going to tell you right now, you, you're not walking out of the store mm-hmm. with a handgun right now. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, he kind of was shocked. Like, what do you, what do you mean? I can't walk out of the store right now. Well, you have mm-hmm. to go through, an application you have to go through a background check mm-hmm. you have to go through a 10-day waiting period so i think there's a lot of those laws out there that people don't know until they come face to face with them mm-hmm. that they go oh okay i'm not really sure if this makes sense in the real world when i want to exercise my second amendment mm-hmm. rights mm-hmm. and the more people get engaged with it they actually learn more about it and get like you're saying fired up and that was the ten day, and that was the effect of the uh, ten day waiting period uh, gun control that was established here a long time ago. And uh, just for historic background, it was for uh, to help avoid crimes of passion. Okay. Yeah. Not not just crimes of passion, but also uh, uh, try to help stem the wave of suicide by hanging. Mm. Okay. okay. Now uh, on under flip side of that i've look i've had students that have been in in that type of situation where i had one student that she uh over the course of what it was two nights some uh, uh probably a crackhead was trying to break into her home as she was home alone for two nights in a row first night that it happened she was on the phone with 911 911 was telling her i'm sorry we can't get there yeah and she yeah, didn't have a fire. Yeah. Okay. Sadly. And she, she told me I was scared, you know, literally scared for my life. Yeah. And they, uh, I, I think she told me something to the effect of dude was trying to break into her house for like over an hour, close to an hour. Once finally the cops arrived, they give him a ride to wherever it is that they give him a ride. And because of the outstanding laws that we have, uh, here in the state of California, they let him go, and dude mm-hmm. comes right back next day, next evening, try to break break into her home home again. But guess what? She had already uh, uh, gone to a um, firearms dealer. But guess what? There's a t- ten day waiting period. Yeah. So she, uh, th- there you go, uh, gun control again. It, it may have good intentions, but it does end up hurting, uh, potentially hurting bad people. Yeah. And so uh, what do we give more weight to, right? The yeah. good people who want to be able to protect themselves wherever they are at, whether they're at home or outside the home, or do we give more weight to the bad things that happen, you know, uh, with these two, uh, with these tools? Yeah, it's it's a weird uh, it's a weird kind of section of American society. Mm. where somebody does something illegal Mm -hmm. that they're not supposed to do Mm -hmm. and the people who end up paying for it are those who abide by the law i I can't think of any other area of american society where you know if somebody does something wrong the rest of people who follow the rules end up having to pay and deprived of their rights because somebody else did it's kind of like when you're in like elementary school 
And the teacher's like, well, we're not going to go outside for recess until you're all good. Mm-hmm. because there's always one kid who's because a troublemaker and won't put yeah. their head down and be quiet mm-hmm. or something like that. So mm-hmm. everybody else has to pay because mm-hmm. of that one kid. Yep. Um, so I remember, uh, you know, when my kids were little, the most upsetting days were when they said we didn't get recess because of, you know, this one was uh, behaving and then they punished everybody else. Those were the most upsetting days that they had. Oh, we have. To, uh, is that a question? Something uh, no, Rindy, Rindy Bell just commented, mm. I had two 17-year-old males break in on a Saturday night when I was home alone. Mm. They kept trying to get in my room. It was terrifying. I didn't have a gun yet at yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kind of off your story you just said. And anybody who has any questions for Ozzy or comments, fire away. That's the point of this conversation is if you, you have know anything what? Some, you want to ask them. Something had flashed. I didn't catch it. And uh, uh, I think uh, I had seen Christy Turtle. Tell that uh, somebody I know she says something. I don't know what she said, but I think. Oh, Christy just said uh, a message from Dick Heller and the Heller Foundation. Just want to pass along the message. We're proud of y'all. Keep fighting. Keep fighting, Cali. US, US, US. So Dick Heller and the Heller Foundation. Um, So uh, for those of you who may not be familiar who Dick Heller is, uh, the um, biggest Second Amendment um, decision in. our lifetime, which is Heller versus the sea. Mm. Mr. Uh, Dick Heller is still very much engaged in the uh, Second Amendment, and he created a, the Heller Foundation to continue to fight the good fight to restore Second Amendment rights. Oh, that word. Remember, I, I told you I wanted to talk about definitions? Yeah. yeah. Restore. We're restoring Second Amendment rights, not expanding. Watch mm. out. The, so many different words that are being thrown out right now, uh, and and this may be a good segue for a national conversation. Uh, watch the words that are starting to be used now. We're restoring Second Amendment uh, uh, rights. That we we have an impending decision from uh, the Supreme Court of the United States in a really large case that's about concealed carry. That is the case, New York State. And rifle pistol rifle and pistol association versus Bruin, and that mm-hmm. is and that is uh, talking about the constitutionality of may issue concealed carry. Yeah, that's huge, and that's coming. But the narrative it's that's already being said by mainstream uh, legacy corporate media is that the Supreme Court is poised to expand. Second Amendment rights. No. Mm-hmm. What the Supreme Court is poised to do is to restore Second Amendment rights. Mm. Big difference. Yeah. yeah, and that's important to talk about with that language mm-hmm. because you have to look at it as and we're gonna we're gonna talk about Biden in a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. I promise we're gonna get to Biden. There's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um told mm-hmm. you this was gonna be a jam-packed episode. Mm-hmm. Um it's I got it's all really night, baby. Point. I got all we, night. We, we, we got time. <laughs> Um, I'm not going anywhere, so we got time. Um, but it, you're right. It is important to talk about the language of how we speak mm-hmm. about the Second Amendment because, you know, President Biden himself said, well, the, the Second Amendment is not absolute. Um, uh, and anybody yep. who knows anything about the Bill of Rights and why it was created, my law review note was actually all about the Second Amendment and the historical context of mm-hmm. where the Second Amendment came from. 
It is not, like you said, it is not the historical context of someone to be able to own a musket. It's only for muskets. I saw that on Twitter right, right, today. Right, oh, right. it's only for muskets. Yeah, I yeah, forgot that there were all types of guns at that I, time available to the Revolutionary Army. Um, but it's all I about can't tell protecting... you how tired I am of that. Yeah, that's one of the <laughs> dumbest arguments, but mm-hmm. it's about protecting yourself. And, and in the Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. it's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yes. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness have to all be protected by something. And yep. you can't protect <laughs> yourself without some sort of weapon or firearm to protect your life. And, that's and I call them tools. From. And I call them tools. Defensive yeah. tools. They're defensive tools. And that's mm-hmm. what they recognized in the Second Amendment, in the historical context yes. of where it comes from. Yes. It's not just muskets in the, in the militia. It's about protecting your life and your liberty to enjoy your life and not have somebody mm-hmm. else come and take it away from you. Mm-hmm. Those commas in the uh, in the... <laughs> body of the second amendment those commas have a purpose and mm-hmm. and and are very important and and i'm so glad that you bring up the declaration of independence because the constitution and the declaration of independence independence should be read together yeah. the constitution right after you read the the declaration of independence because you receive a lot of context and if i could if i could charge your audience with doing something right after this is just go ahead and read that baby again read those two babies again read that declaration of independence because it gives you that that context of the tyranny that the uh, colonists has just uh you know freed themselves from through force with the tools that were necessary for that fight okay and they and they're like (laughs) We need to put this, uh, we need to write this right here in this document right now, what we did, and we need to charge the government, this government that we are creating with not infringing on this very important right. Yeah. The Second Amendment, people, does not grant you rights. It Mm -hmm. merely, it enumerates it. it, it guarantees it. And it is a charge to the government. It's literally pointing the finger at the government and saying, shall not be infringed. Yeah. These are the rights that you are are born with as part of nature. And you as the government have to lay off all of these rights. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest issues with the left-right dichotomy over the Mm -hmm. Second Amendment is mm-hmm. that people believe your right to a firearm is granted, granted by yeah. the government. No. Like, oh, mm-hmm. the government allows you to have these mm-hmm. firearms, mm-hmm. when in reality mm-hmm. it's, no, no, we're, it's, uh, it's amazing to this point we're allowing the government to <laughs> infringe on this right so long. So the government yeah. should be thankful that we're allowing them to, especially in mm-hmm. California, we should be, they should be thankful they're allowed to infringe on it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Last thing about California I Mm. want to discuss was uh, Newsom did propose that he wants to roll out the biggest gun buyback program in the nation. Isn't it amazing? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And and I was reading an article from the Federalist today about how, (laughs) how, I mean, unless it's a mandatory gun buyback, which. Hey, cheers to that. Cheers to that, Newsom. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Try that. Um, I'm sorry. I know you're a coffee guy. This is a, a 
coffee liquor because <laughs> it's too late to drink coffee. Is it Karagio? Uh, Kalua. <laughs> oh, Kalua. Okay. Um, I that. But uh, yeah, he wants to roll out the biggest gun buyback in the nation. And the Federalist has a good art. I'll put it in the show notes for people to look up. Uh, but he talks about how most voluntary gun buyback programs fail just because of how the free market works. Mm. Like most times when they do a gun buyback program, most sheriffs say they get guns that are out of commission, that are antiques that they don't want anymore. Nobody who is a active gun owner is going, huh, remember that rifle I spent $2,000 on building right. myself? Right. Uh-huh. I'll trade it in for $300 to the sheriff. That sounds like a good deal. Nobody's doing that. I can't even uh, tell you how frustrating it is. And anytime that I come across a post like that, and I think uh, LA County sheriffs did one not too long ago, and you can't help but to notice, and to somebody like me, you're, you know, they, they stick out like sore thumbs. So all I got to do is just a cursory look mm-hmm. out there because they, they love to do their uh, pictures. And I can see that it's all just really old, you know, broken uh, rifles, you know, bolt action that were my granddaddy. And it's been in the garage, in the corner of the garage, just collecting dust and, and, and dirt and rust. And it's not serviceable. You can tell that it is not a firearm that's actively being used in the commission of crimes. Yeah. And by the way, tell me what criminal... Okay, your everyday crook is going to turn in the firearm which they are using to follow home someone they that they watch sh- uh, shopping in Rodeo Drive, and they follow him home uh, to the hills, and they use that firearm to you know, you know, intimidate that person, and then they go back home with ten grand worth of stuff. Tell me what criminal is going to give up that firearm that's going to that's been giving them a huge return on investment for what a hundred dollar gift card to Walmart so they can go buy um, cheap jeans. Yeah. Stop no it. one's stop it. Most criminals are not doing that. No. Any criminal is not really doing that. No, and it, no, I was also reading in this article, a great point, which is when they have a voluntary gun buyback, uh, I think this was in Tucson, they were saying a few hundred feet away, gun dealers set up tables and offered cash for any guns in good enough condition to resell. And they were paying more money than the sheriff <laughs> because they okay. knew they if, if they were in yeah. working condition mm-hmm. uh, to resell, they would say, OK, yep. if the sheriff's offering two hundred dollars for your old nine millimeter pistol, mm-hmm. great, we'll give you two fifty and we can resell it for three hundred or three fifty. Mm-hmm. Or what? Yep. we'll clean it up and get it ready and sell it back out the door. Yeah. So the free market has already mm-hmm. taken care of that issue. It could even be a relic. It could be. It could even be actually a, a valuable, you know, uh, firearm that could be restored and it's, yeah. a, a, you know, a high value item. It could even be that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, so it's mm. another one of the the brilliant ideas of California. So yeah. uh, I'm sure this will flop on its face and. Uh huh. I don't know what else and, he wants to do, but but not uh, not uh, not after having wasted valuable taxpayer dollars, right? That that yeah, money that's being taken out of our pocket with a proverbial gun. Because yeah. guess what? What does the state do, uh, do to people who don't pay their taxes? They, they send someone you. with guns. 
Yeah, they send yeah. someone to, uh, uh, with guns to say, hey, you haven't paid your taxes. What's up? Yeah. We're about to put a lien on your house. We're about to put a uh, lien on your business until you pay your taxes. And if not, we throw you in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they do. So it's a slap in the face to everyone who actually pays taxes, who works for their money, uh, that this dude, this knucklehead up in, uh, uh, you know, in the governor's office, he thinks that he can uh, use our tax dollars uh, as he pleases like that. Uh, it shouldn't be that way. So I want to pivot now to mm-hmm. national politics. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, there's a lot going on. If you've been paying attention to any news, I'm sure it's hard to avoid what's been going on in the national yeah. news. It's just slapping um, me every day. It's, you know, the tragedies that have been happening. Um, and Biden came out and had a national address literally not more than an hour before we were going to hop on the show. Mm-hmm. And I messaged you and said, oh, man, this is this is going to yeah. give us more food mm-hmm. for, for father. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to play the video of him talking about how he got his calibers completely wrong. Oh, um, can you? I, I can play that video. Do you want me to, to pull that up? Uh, yeah, yeah, please. Okay. Okay, give me yeah. one second. Yeah, 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 Talk please. amongst yourselves for a second. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm I, asking you because uh, whoever does not see these videos and hear the words with their own eyes, you can't get it from mainstream media because mainstream media will, will sweep it under the, under the rug as much as possible. So you have to hear the nonsense with your own ears and watch it with your own two eyes so nobody can tell you, oh, don't believe your lying eyes and don't believe your your you know lying ears. So please, go ahead. Yeah, this was a video I saw the other day and this yeah. was Biden talking about, and I apologize already for the, the audio because he's in front of the uh, Marine One helicopter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's talking about rational... Uh, the title is Biden, no rational basis for purchasing high caliber weapons is yeah. a couple minutes long. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just hop right into Such it. Such a gem. Please go ahead. It was during a period when I was a senator and the death rate was going up. Not that many more people were being shot, but the death rate was up. I went, I think it was, the, I'm not sure, I think it was Hanuman Hospital in New York, whatever the largest trauma hospital is. And I sat with a trauma doc. And I asked him, I said, what's the difference? Why are so many people, not, not that many more people are being shot. This is not 20 years ago, 25 years ago. I said, why are they dying? And they showed me a, 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 a x-ray. He said, a 22 caliber bullet will lodge in the lung. And we can probably get it out. We may be able to get it and save the life. A 9 millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body. So if you couldn't catch that, I'll repeat it. He said, a 22 will get lodged in your lung. While a nine millimeter will blow the lung out of your body. And Ozzy is, if you can't say, he's, he's showing, showing the different calibers. So, our, if you're looking at it on the screen, he's holding up that's the 22. Yep. Correct. 22 LR. Yep. yep. And then the other one is the nine mil. So you can see the difference. This is why he says that, that blows uh, lungs out of your body. 
So he so wants you to, to use 2012R for your self-defense. Okay. Okay. Incredible. The idea of these high-caliber weapons is there is simply no rational basis for it in terms of about self-protection, hunting. I mean, I just I remember the Constitution, the Second Amendment, was never absolute. Mm -hmm. You couldn't mm -hmm. buy cannons when the Second Amendment was passed. You couldn't go. You actually could buy cannons. Yes, yeah. They were actually for sale to civilians back when yes, the Second yes. Amendment first came out. You could buy cannons. There was really no restrictions on anything you could buy nope, nope. back then. You could you buy could a warship. warship. Yeah, you could buy a lot of things back then. You could buy a lot of military <laughs> weapons back in the day when when our, our young fledgling country was because, well, because they didn't really have a powerful army, so they figured let the citizenry be armed to the teeth. Why not? Best way to defend ourselves especially threats from the west you know british empire was still out there out there on the frontier mm -hmm. um, but that it's always the same arguments it's always oh well you can't buy a cannon well yet yeah, now today you can't buy a cannon but it didn't mean back then you couldn't buy a cannon and he always likes to talk about hunting he loves the hunting line about yeah this is all about I don't know what. Why do you need this for hunting? That, that's not what the Second Amendment was about, bro. No one, no one said it was about hunting. And it's getting tiring because he keep on he keeps on mentioning uh, deer wearing cable arrest. Stop. And this is the same guy who also said, uh, as a proud shotgun owner, he told his wife Jill, "If you ever hear any danger on our huge Delaware estate." Uh, just run out to the balcony, load that baby up, and fire two warning shots <laughs> into the air. That's into the air. <laughs> which is actually a crime to fire warning shots. So, don't you know? Don't go out there. Don't do warning shots. Contrary to what President Biden says, don't do warning shots. In most in most, in most states, states, I'm I'm, I'm hearing, hearing a feedback. feedback. Are, you guys, Are you guys hearing a hearing feedback, feedback on my voice? I don't hear Actually, anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And maybe I think it started once you placed that uh, um that video screen. Okay. Well, then we'll let's finish out the video and then we'll close sure. that out. Go out and purchase a lot of weapons, and those who not many are saying anymore, but there was a while there where people were saying that you know. The tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots, and what we have to do is have to be able to take on the government on their own. Well, to do that, you need an F-15, you know? You need a uh -huh. tank. I mean, so it's just, I, I, think, I, think things, I, I think things have gotten so bad that everybody is getting more rational about it. At least that's my hope. I, I would go so responsibly. If I, got Sir, I know you want Congress. All right. He goes Boy, on to talk about what he wants. What he wants for Congress, and we'll pop off this screen. Boy, um, oh boy! Yeah, uh, I mean the same old line. Oh, if that doesn't sound like they're saying the quiet part out loud, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when it says, "Well, I mean, if you want to take on the government, you mm -hmm. need an F-15." Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's like so you're challenging the people who have the guns if they want to take on the government. You need an F-15, correct? Is that what I'm hearing? Am I yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy? 
Yeah, it, it said in other words that, and uh, in, in my uh, line of work, we caught it right away. Said in other words, you are saying that you are willing um, to use that type of uh, weaponry on the citizen uh, citizenry. That, is no. that what you're really saying? Because Mr. Eric Solwell said something to that effect too, mm-hmm. and 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 brought it, bringing up the nuclear weapons. And are you really saying that? Is that what you're really saying? So we got to yeah. challenge. We got to challenge them. We got to challenge them and 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 actually push back and make them. Are you able to restate this? say this statement again and really are you really meaning that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you are that's a problem then we've got us a, a really big problem well it's like eric swalwell once tweeted mm-hmm. you know are you going to take a we have nukes so <laughs> you're willing to nuke your own citizenry that's what you're saying and as he was running for the highest office on the land yeah, when he was running for president, that should have terrified everybody that that thought crossed sure his did. mind of sure did. <laughs> why would you why would you challenge the state? We can just nuke you into oblivion. And another that definition, everybody, another definition I want to make sure to uh, uh, make people aware today. Uh, they are about to they've used it in the past. They are about to use law abiding citizen, the, t- the term law abiding citizen, which a lot of people say with pride. They're about to say it against. They're about to use it against us. Yeah. Eric Swalwell brought it up when he was running as uh, as a president. When he said that if we pass legislations, I believe that most American citizens are law abiding citizens, and if we pass legislation that says that you are to turn in your AR-15s, then I believe that they will turn in their AR-15s. He said that, and w- yeah, you just watch. They're gonna they're gonna recycle that baby up again. Well, they're, against they're, your own benefits, they they're doing this in the typical. I mean, remember he was the he was the great unifier when he got elected. Right. I'm the great right. unifier, mm-hmm. and healing. He's admit, healing the country. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, lots right. of healing going on already. Only two years in, but you can see that the pattern is always demonize and villainize those who disagree with my agenda, mm-hmm. and they're going to paint people who don't agree with them and he's already blaming republicans for holding up any sort of of gun control legislation and he's Mm -hmm. you know he says any law-abiding citizen would do this they turn into their ar-15 so there's Mm -hmm. this this kind of uh uh, dialogue coming out of the white house that basically Mm -hmm. says if you're not on board with us you're the bad guy Mm -hmm. you're the domestic terrorist Mm -hmm. that we really have to be watching out Mm -hmm. for and mm-hmm. that's the that's the power of language that you we were just talking about a couple minutes ago. Huge, yeah, huge, exactly right. And uh, the next one that they just adopted just this week is gun safety. They yeah. no longer want to use gun the term gun control. It, yeah. It's it's too toxic. So watch, they're going to they've already pivoting most of the uh, bigger uh, names pushing gun control. They're already pivoted to using the term gun safety so whenever you hear gun safety it's gun control and it's not keeping you safe no as we've already discussed because a lot of these gun control laws don't get you the best gun and they don't get you the best access to firearms that are the safest when it comes to gun safety correct we have we've had uh, as long as we've been a country we've had this one law that says 
that you can't murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still happens. Yeah, with many different tools. Yeah, they'll they'll figure it out one way or another. Uh, question for you: This might be a dumb. There's no such thing as a dumb question. <laughs> no, but no, when Biden know. says assault weapon ban, mm-hmm. what is an assault weapon? That's an yeah. Question. I'm so glad you bring it up, and and I did uh, talk about it, uh, referring to the assault weapon ban that we have in California. But it is largely. Oh, by the way, I need to throw in one more thing. I'm so glad that we have this question again. Um, it is largely. Uh, talking about just cosmetic features and some, yes, functional features of the semi-automatic center fire rifle. And that is a pistol grip. A pistol grip is evil. A collapsible or folding uh, stock, that's evil. Because uh, it, ma- it makes the gun too, just, just too accurate, too, uh, more, more lethal. Uh, a forward pistol grip. So you have your back pistol grip where you're typically holding the gun and a full forward pistol grip. So it gives you even more. It gives you, uh, you know, a, a good solid uh, three points of contact. So, again, because you have your butt stock right here usually and you have your pistol grip and you have your foregrip. So it gives you a fantastic and very stable framework for you to work with that defensive tool. That's evil. Flash hiders or a... a, a um, compensator up in the front that's evil so they want they want all those things the the flash header and the compensator typically that what that item in the center fire semi-automatic rifle that helps with the muzzle rice it helps mm-hmm. keep you uh um, your follow-up shots uh stay uh a little bit uh, better on target all those uh, features are able now the latest one that they're adding and i want people to really pay attention to this is and they've already, and Biden I I've caught him a couple of times saying it. An assault weapon is a weapon that is capable of accepting a detachable magazine. Hmm. Yes, they want you back to bolt action. Yeah, they want you back to bolt action because a magazine is evil. Yeah, doesn't matter if I, it's ten rounds, five rounds, whatever nope. it's. Nope, nope, not at all. They what? Because again, they're what I said at the beginning. They're placing more weight to the bad deeds that are done with these tools rather than the weight, which should be heavier. The good uses of these firearms, which should outweigh anything else. Defensive use of these tools should outweigh any negative use. Okay, mm-hmm. and you should not be limited. Here's the other one that they're pushing with this latest. Uh, and and um, forgive me, I don't have the um, the bill the bill that they were discussing today in uh, in uh, the Judiciary Committee, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the limiting the capacity of rounds again. These crooks, they are getting super bold. I don't know if you guys follow any uh, any uh, you know your typical news uh, accounts on social media and whatever these crooks are getting very bold they're ganging up you know three and four and they're rolling deep and they're all armed and they're gonna have the standard capacity magazines but they want you because you are the law-abiding citizen they want you to have 10 rounds they want you to reload Mm -hmm. they want you to have you know to phase 
those attackers, you know, and not have the most efficient and effective tools that you can possibly have. Yeah. That's what Effectively, I mean, pun intended, you would be, they want you outgunned by yeah. criminals who have a better gun than you do. But they say what, what they're saying is, oh, we can't have our cops being outgunned. But what crook no. is going to follow your laws, man? No. What crook is going to follow your, your you know, 10-round capacity uh, laws? No, they're not. They're not. No. So in the address tonight, I'm reading from Yahoo News. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing because um, it happened so fast, and I didn't even know it was happening. Probably They probably did that by design, that they didn't want people to know he was going on national TV. Um, <laughs> but here, this probably. is from... That, Right. Yeah. Any any time they can hide him behind anything. Uh, Yahoo News says uh, this is a quote from him. He says, here's what the families in Buffalo and Uvalde. I think I said that right. Is it Uvalde or I probably in Texas? I'm pretty sure that's Uvalde, like Uvalde? Spanish Uvalde. But most people are saying Uvalde. But Uvalde. That's fine. In Texas told us what he must do. We need to ban assault weapons, which we just talked about. High capacity mm-hmm. magazines, which we also talked about. Standard capacity. If we can't ban assault weapons, then we should raise the uh, age to purchase them from 18 to 21. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said Biden also listed strengthening safe, safe storage laws, background checks, and mm-hmm. implementing red flag laws, among other rational, rational common sense measures that must mm-hmm. be taken up and passed by Congress. Mm-hmm. Several of these proposals were rejected in the months after 26 people, including 20 children, were murdered at Sandy Hook Elementary nearly 10 years ago. Uh-huh. So, which one do you want to start with first? We already talked about the assault weapons and the high capacity magazines. Let's talk about yeah. raising the age from 18 to 21. And I sure. made this point on Twitter that mm. somebody said, well, I think you should not be able to buy a firearm unless you're 21, even even if you're a former military or if you're in the military. I don't think you should be able to buy a firearm, which to me makes it sound like, okay, so you're fine with sending 18-year-olds over to die in foreign wars that are only for profit for Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. Thank you. When, Thank you. When they Thank come you. home <laughs> and they want to defend themselves, oh, you can't do that. That's too dangerous. But we have no problem for you being a meat barrier to go die in foreign wars and deserts for oil and big weapons. Thank you. So. Thank you. As a veteran, I thoroughly appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. Yeah. Unironically. Because... Uh, Yes. I So here's my take, okay? I'm all about consistency. I cannot stand, you know, intellectual inconsistency. If you want to do that, then let's just do it across the board. Let's make it, you know, the age of consent. Let's make it 21 across the board. Mm-hmm. Don't allow anyone to sign up in, the, in, in into the military until they're age 21. And they are probably going to be like more like uh, you're trying to send me to go fight for your uh, your military industrial complex, huh? Yeah, okay, yeah. no, yeah. Uh, so uh, okay, let's go ahead and make it 21. Let's let's make it 25. Yeah, let's make it 25. Yeah, and 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 kill the entire uh, alcoholic beverage industry or tobacco industry. Uh, erase, you know, the largest demographic, uh, uh, you know, that they go after, which is 18 through, you know, whatever. Yeah. And not yeah. only that, it, it's it, do it, it does does deprive the military of one of their best selling points, which is 
you walk up to an 18 year old who has no idea what they want to do. They don't know if they want to go to college. I can't afford college. Mm-hmm. Guy in a sharp uniform comes up to him and says, have you thought about your future? Mm-hmm. We can give you all this stuff. You'll travel. You'll see the world. Uh, you may just see a sand pit somewhere in Afghanistan. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, these are it, 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 and it, it is. I don't know if you saw the video. Mm-hmm. Thomas Massey was on fire today in the hearing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. He was, yeah. he was incredible. Love Thomas Massey. He mm-hmm. cornered Jerry Nadler mm-hmm. and made Jerry Nadler stumble over himself because... Which Jerry is not Nadler, too hard. Well, yeah, Jerry <laughs> Nadler's not the, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. No, it's not. So he brought up the point, that the same point. He said, well, I think uh, I would like to move the, bi- the age to 21. And then Thomas Massey pointed out the same thing. So you're fine with sending... Uh, people over or enlisting in the military uh, at 18. Correct. Mm-hmm. But you don't want people buying guns until they're 21 because you said their brains aren't fully formed yet. Correct. Fully, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, so you want people joining the military. You're fine with people who don't have fully formed brains joining the military. And, and Jerry Nadler was kind of like, I, I, that, that, that's not what I, I, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, that is exactly what you meant. <laughs> that's exactly what you, you want. Yeah. You're trying to say, I don't care if their brains are fully formed or not. Put that uniform on and go go to a war. Right. And, and, you know, my my lobbyists behind me, they want me to send more people off to war. Hey, we need to go send more people over to Ukraine to fight mm-hmm. for democracy mm-hmm. or whatever. Exactly um, right. So I'm not I don't I don't believe it's I, I don't think this will be a starting point and I, I don't see the, the big difference between eighteen and twenty one, but you can what are your thoughts? So my thoughts are, uh, you know, I was I was joking about, you know, making a 25 uh, or 21 or 25. What? Who? At what age do you gain the right to defend yourself? Mm-hmm. It should be right when you're born. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't believe in in in, uh, you know, these uh, age limits. I don't, because I'm gonna tell you right now. This idiot took these kids, you know, from their loved ones and and stole their life. Mm-hmm. Those kids, if there had been a teacher armed and that teacher was taken out, those kids had any of those kids had entirely in the rights to pick up that gun and engage that dude. Whether they were 10 or 11 or 14, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, no. I, you see, I, I operate from uh, the standpoint of freedom. Ensuring uh, that our people, citizens of the United States, get to exercise their freedoms and liberties that God bestowed uh, upon all of us with no, you know, opposition, no roadblocks from our government. It might that's, be that's my point. It might be deviating away a little bit from Biden's agenda, but I'm curious mm. to know your perspective on because mm. you're about freedom. Um, mm. A big contentious part when talking about the Second Amendment on the right um, mm. that I've noticed is red flag laws. What is the, your opinion on that? I'm completely against them because uh, when you look at Again, if you've studied our uh, documents and the Bill of Rights, we have Fourth and Fifth Amendments and 
red flag laws are huge infringements on the fourth and fifth amendments and just to uh, clarify can you just give a quick rundown what what is a red flag law for people who don't know yeah, yeah sure the re- the red flag laws uh, otherwise are also known known as gun violence restraining uh orders uh they are being referred like that here for example here in california mm-hmm. and the gist of it is uh you're a firearms owner Somebody uh, who knows you, uh, a neighbor, a coworker, uh, your significant other, they uh, have some sort of uh, concern that you are a danger to yourself or to others. Uh, They make a report to the authorities and what the authorities do, uh, the way that these are uh, structured is they'll come and take your guns first. And then they do due process. So it's a, it's an entire flip of, uh, you know, uh, of our uh, judicial system where we are all supposed to be, you know, accused of a crime first. Mm-hmm. But now we are reaching. Uh, what was that? What was that movie? Where they try to see who's uh, likely of uh, committing a crime. And they minority and they want to report? catch minority report. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're a minority report. Yeah, we are a minority report that that they are somehow, some way they are looking in the future, and you have they are accusing you of a future crime, and then they come and deprive you of your Second Amendment rights. They take away your your uh, firearms, and you have to effectively you have to prove that you were not about to commit a crime. It's crazy. It's backwards. Mm-hmm. So no, I do not support uh, um, gun violence restriction orders, uh, otherwise known as red flag laws, because uh, the potential for abuse is horrible. It's already been abused. People have already been killed by cops showing up in the dead of night, because that's another thing. Cops love to do the raids uh, in the dead of night when some when people are asleep, right? Gum knocking on the door you know we've had several cases of uh you know no knock warrants or or even knock warrants announced right cops 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 but they're trying they're you know effectively whoever's inside the home mm-hmm. and if they're armed you can effectively be like this is somebody just trying to break in into my house announcing themselves as cops i'm gonna grab my gun and what happens as soon as uh, somebody, uh, you know, one of the cops sees that there's a gun, they're just shooting at you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. That's that's it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I I don't agree with them. So would so, you say it's like a slippery slope? Because I I've always oh, yeah. been kind of fascinated oh, yeah. by it because you would think the Republicans are on the right, like we're supposed to be stereotypically the ones that are more for the second amendment. And I've always been mm-hmm. astounded to see and hear so many Republicans actually before it's like some kind of compromise. Like, no, this isn't, there's no gray area. This is a hill that's worthy to die on. Well, yeah, it's uh, uh yes, it is a compromise, but more than a compromise is saving face. And I will explain it. And I will explain it like this, you know, Sadly, for a very long time here in our country, we've been looking at government. Anytime that some tragedy happens, we look at government, we go like, do something, right? That's what people have been uh, telling government. And the, and where does government go? They just come up with these ideas. 
and that's and that's where that's coming from they just it's just saving face we're doing something by the way here's another thing i greatly disagree with i disagree with government saying that their biggest uh and and most solemn duty is to keep it safe mm. i don't yeah. agree with that yeah i don't agree with that because that is a uh that's a promise that government cannot keep and they do not keep routinely yeah so it, it, it should be up until uh, up the your uh biggest and most valuable you know possession is your life mm-hmm. and you and only you are you know the ultimate defender of your life not the government yeah and i think even good police officers who are out there who are doing their job and they there are plenty of them out there and they will fully admit our job is not to be your bodyguard or your private security we cannot be everywhere at once and we can't stop everything at once so no and and there's no i'm gonna tell you right now to somebody as a father right if i were a cop there there's no amount of money of money on earth that you can pay me so i step in front of a bullet for you i'm talking about as if i was a cop Mm -hmm. there's no amount of money that, that you can pay on earth to a cop to go step in front of a bullet for somebody else. Cause that means they're not going to go back to see their family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's just, it's just human nature. And yeah. I am not knocking on cops. I have friends that are cops. I served with people who are now cops and, and in different, you know, uh, realms of, uh, law enforcement, but there's no amount of money on earth that you can pay someone to go and die for somebody that's not their kids or their loved ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's so what's the alternative? The alternative is get government out of people's way. Get government out of the right of people to keep and bear arms and defend themselves. Mm-hmm. It's actually simple. It's actually quite simple. Yeah. But it requires uh, something that government is not uh, used uh, to and it's not built to. And that is admitting that they are not capable of doing something, which yeah. is which is saving us. They're not. They're incompetent. Well, that, that goes capable. back to uh, what we were talking about before. I think you're getting to the the real philosophical heart of the matter, which is mm-hmm. if the intent of the Second Amendment was for you to protect your life, and they chip away at it, and like you said when bad things happen and they train people to think when bad things happen, the government has to step in and do something Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. opposed to, well, bad things happen Mm -hmm. and we as a society or a community can deal with it. Mm -hmm. We always look to the government to save us. And sooner or Mm -hmm. later, we keep looking to the government to protect us in this way, protect us in this way, protect us in this way until Mm -hmm. you're completely and wholly reliant on the government to do everything for you and exactly that's right really the slow crawl towards authoritarianism mm-hmm. that i believe that they're they're fine with implementing they're like mm-hmm. yeah absolutely give us more power to save and protect your lives we wink wink we don't really care about protecting your lives you're meaningless to all of us we don't care if you die in a gutter Correct. Um, it's about gaining the power and the ability to control your life and 
do all these other things. That is why they're coming up. It's a little bit off subject, but I do believe it's related. That is why they're now saying the World Economic Forum. What is it that they're saying? You will own nothing and you'll be happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have some overarching, you know, umbrella of covering all your needs. You just you just be a tax cow. How about that? And, and, and just be happy. Just be a tax cow. Give us our taxes and, and we'll take care of you. And no, that is, I mean, <laughs> the Matrix, the original movie Matrix, that mm. was prophetic. Okay. Yeah. That original movie, <laughs> The Matrix, that was prophetic. Indeed. Red pill, blue pill. I mean, the, the, the Matrix, you know, holding all the uh, humans as tax cows effectively and mm. they were just hooked in into this uh you know alternative reality and they were just happy right mm. the few that were unplugged uh they were like wow how did i've been living like what and that's what covid did yeah covid unplugged a lot of us yeah i think i think so and mm -hmm. a, a lot of people i mean not to get way off topic but sure sure Outside of the Matrix, this has all been happening. This happened throughout history. This happened in the 18th century. Uh -huh. It's why uh -huh. we had a revolution. Uh -huh. Even more so, it's why there was a French revolution, because uh -huh. they were being taxed to death in France while the elites were living their happy lives, and they uh -huh. just didn't care about anybody. You couldn't buy a loaf of bread for how many, whatever, French dollars back then. And it's, you know, you look at the similarities of where we are in society and it's, it's eerie in that sense. And it's scary to think that's where we're headed, uh -huh, that uh -huh. we have a government in place now that says, oh, just give us all the power, uh -huh. give us everything. Let just trust in us, continue to pay your taxes that we keep raising <laughs> every year, like a good little tax cattle and uh, we'll protect you. Don't worry about it. Meanwhile, you know, like. Nancy Pelosi is worth $200 million. Mm -hmm. No one bats an eye at that. And why, mm -hmm. why is this? We've gotten to another point <laughs> where it's like it's another French Revolution where we're tax cattle, our liberties, our natural rights have been absolutely eroded to a point where you can't even find your natural rights anymore. You literally just mm -hmm. wake up, go to work, pay your payroll taxes, your gas mm -hmm. tax, your sales tax, your food tax, your, mm -hmm. you know, your property tax, your tax on this, your tax on that until the day you die. And then they, they don't care. You're, you've been a use. And then you pay tax your tax, tax again, your death tax again. And then you pay another tax when you die too. And your kids pay a tax. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to touch upon um, sure. is he brings up background checks and there's always <laughs> this confusion about background checks. Do people do background checks? Do you have to do background checks? What states do background checks? And I want you to just clear the air for people so that sure. people, whenever they get in their little Twitter spats or whatever, they can just say, look, <laughs> you're wrong. This is the facts. You're not right. So what's the deal with background checks? So it is federal law in all 50 states that if you are going to acquire a firearm from a firearms from a federal firearms licensee FFL, you are to go through a background check, which is a NICS check, National Instant uh, Criminal uh, System, where they check for um, your uh, criminal record in, uh, in all 50 states and uh, territories. Mm -hmm. um, if you pass that, you're scot-free. Now here in California, we have two background checks. We have the federal and we have the state. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, you have to do a background check. Now, there are other states in which uh, it is it is legal for someone to sell their rightfully owned property whenever to to whoever they please, as long as that person is not a prohibited possessor. Mm-hmm. So. Just because it's a firearm doesn't mean that it is not your property and that you can do with it as you please. Okay. So there are many states in the in the country that people can do that. It's a, a, a transaction with somebody you know, you know, a neighbor, family member, whatever, you want to sell them or gift them the gun and that and what the laws in most of those states uh, state if if you are um, if you are aware that they are a prohibited possessor, then you shouldn't sell it to them. Now, mm-hmm. again, I'm going right back to who cares to abide by a law and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, you can put all the laws on the books until you know the book falls out, right? If somebody wants to sell a firearm to somebody else outside of the law, they will. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to file off a serial number, which for some reason that I fail to understand, uh, 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 Democrats and some Rhino Republicans seem to believe that a serial number on a firearm has some magic GPS that makes it traceable. Mm -hmm. Listen, Mm -hmm. all you need to do is file off that baby off and that's it. You got yourself a ghost gun. That's it. You cannot trace it. Yeah. Uh, 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 the serial number only traces to the original manufacturer and to and wherever that manufacturer first, uh, you know, sent that gun to a uh, whatever uh, federal firearms uh, licensee. Well, that, that that's it. And then to whoever purchased it from that FFL first. That's it. If the next very next person filed off, uh, you know, got that gun stolen, and they fi- and then that person files off that serial. That's it. It's gun. Untraceable. So in a case of a background check, it only looks up any sort of past criminality, correct? Correct. Correct. Only only past criminality. If It, it cannot find intent. So in, you, in which in is a lot why of these... that kid in, in Uvalde yeah. passed the background check, no problem, and then he went on to commit that crime. And somebody else just, gosh, uh, Tulsa. The shooting that just passed, happened in Tulsa, same thing. The person passed the background check, no problem. Bam. And go, you, you cannot legislate evil out of somebody's uh, uh, heart. If somebody can pass a background check, they're going to pass a background check. Yeah. And that's one thing that people always say, well, we need more background checks. And if somebody hasn't committed any crimes yet. Correct. And But they intend to commit a crime, but they have nothing on their background check that would alert you to anything it mm-hmm. wouldn't show anything it would just mm-hmm. show it's a clean background check okay that's and and what are we going is the standard now going to be on the or is the liability going to be on the salesman at the the gun shop to subjectively look at a person and go there you i go. don't think this person is right in the head there and i'm not gonna someone. sell to him yeah. um and is it his responsibility and what happens if he doesn't live up to that responsibility right. like so 
but you could also open yourself to a violation of somebody somebody's civil rights to uh, on a farm because you utilized a subjective standard. Same thing. Why uh, people may think that we want that they want to get uh, psychological evaluations, but again, you're going into subjective territory. Yeah. Yeah. If you if, if you can have a doctor who does not believe in the Second Amendment, and then the doctor denies every single person, mm-hmm. uh, you know, psychologist or psychiatrist, what have you. Yeah. No. You cannot, again, you cannot trump people's uh, uh, rights to self-defense with the tool of their choosing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, which Jerry, oh my gosh, Jerry Nadler. And in today's uh, uh, hearing, he had the nerve of uh, uh, pulling out some statistics from Moms Demand Action saying that uh, it is not proven that women who are firearms owners are most safe. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I was like, I, I almost screamed. I was like, I wish I could send this right now to all my female students, which in 99% of my classes, I've had women of all ages and backgrounds who, uh, you know, own several types of uh, different firearms, including AR-15s. I wish you could t- tell that to their face. And, and 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 say with a straight face. Yeah. Well, it's not like that information came from an unbiased group. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you have to look at the source. The it's not mm-hmm. it's not necessarily unbiased. You know, scientific information. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. probably skewed in one direction. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And not well, principled either. Well, this has been. I don't want to cut it off, but it has been an hour and a half. This has been an incredible podcast episode. I I fully expected it to be incredible, and I told everybody they should tune in. A um, lot of information. We probably could have chatted for another hour. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. So it was jam-packed. But I'll be happy to come you. again uh, uh, with you. Absolutely. Just I was let me say, know. You know, we definitely have to have you back to talk more about this. Uh, especially in California, because I'm sure there'll be more mm-hmm. laws coming down the pike and we can talk all about mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, before we log off, though, where can people find you and learn more information about you? Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram at Triggerology underscore FT for firearms training. I am also on Twitter. I am tweeting. Uh, <laughs> I joined uh, not that long ago where I am actively engaging all your favorite anti-2A folks. Uh, mm-hmm. And there is the same thing, Triggerology uh, FT, where I am uh, engaging everyone who's uh, trying to take away your rights. Uh, and my website, uh, TriggerologyFT.com. Yeah, I'll definitely have to give you a follow on Twitter because I saw on Instagram you were posting your dunks on, on anti-2A people. So I'm going to have to give absolutely. you a follow on 2A or on yeah. Twitter. I'm going to uh, follow you too on Twitter. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and Cynthia, why don't you plug where people can find you? And and Cynthia has a lot of great Twitter takes. So I always say, if you want to awesome. follow someone who has got good Twitter takes, follow Cynthia. Where can people find you? Well, thank you, and thank you for coming on because even I learned a lot too. Um, I have a I'm glad. yeah. I don't want to give too many details, but I do have family like in military as well, veterans mm-hmm. and active duty. So. Um, it's always, I'm, and I have like probably the most conservative take on it as well. No red flag laws, none of that. So, but I learned a lot today. So thank you for coming on. 
and being part of the conversation. And we're happy to have you back on too. Um, so on Twitter um, and on Instagram, you can find me Cynthia Cowie. So it's C-Y-N-T-H-I-A. And then my last name is Cowie, K-A-U-I. Awesome. Thanks again, everybody. And if you enjoyed this podcast, as I always ask any of my listeners, if you really enjoyed it, text one person. Let them know that you really got something out of it. Share it with people. Um, that really helps us. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can support through the shop and merch and all that stuff and Patreon. You can check it out on Instagram, California Underground. Go to the link and you can get all that information. Um, so thanks, everyone, and we'll catch you on the next one. Next. Stay free, friends. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of California Underground. If you like what you heard, remember to subscribe, like, and review it. And follow California Underground on social media for updates as to when new episodes are available. 